Hello there, welcome to PTI Australia. I'm Russell Barwick. He is Sam Kekovic. Have a look at that face. Now have a look at this face. It's come to my attention, Kekka. What's it, this, Rusty? This painting that we see on screen of you... What a, what a piece of work that is, eh? What's that for the Archibald Prize? The Archibald Prize. And where that painting should be displayed is on the bow of every people smuggler's boat. It would be the best <laughs> deterrent in the world. Any hope of a smile? Well, no. So you don't know anything about art and portraits. I was talking about the sheep. <laughs> no, I like it. She might have gone a bit unders with the proboscis stuff, don't you think? Yeah, a little bit unders. Did you have any input? I mean, we should give her a rap. What's the artist's name? Christine O'Hagan, a very, very talented lady. And uh, Well, she had to be. She's got to make you look good. Well, OK, you may well use that as a guideline or a criteria, but let me tell you, she's also nominated for the Portuguese Prize, which is for the best female artist. He honestly, very, very talented. Big in Portugal, the Portuguese prize, that's for sure. <laughs> Tonight on the show, the AFL soft start to the season. The Raiders come down hard on Dugan. Which teams will be hard to beat in the NRL? And soft tyres galore in the F1 Grand Prix. Best I could do with the hard, soft combat. You've done a terrific job, I might add. Uh, and, of course, our great friend uh, and our VFL or AFL aficionado, John Ralph, is with us. We play over and under, and Shane Watson, would you believe, gets a start. And it's all brought to you by our very good friends at sportingbed.com.au. First up, round one of the AFL kicks off kinder this week. And Kinda. do you know why there is only two games this week, both out of Melbourne, the home of AFL, both uh, soft start, and then we've got the half a round next it week? It is an absolute conundrum, Rustle. Conundrum. And a conundrum. It is so convoluted, twisted, and uh, it's almost like the media rights in this country. No-one knows why. But I have a sneaking suspicion that uh, I think that they didn't make provision for grounds I thought were taken earlier. and But what the, 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 real, the reality of it all is it's just a silly, soft launch which takes a sting and the well, momentum of the whole why season. Why don't they just send a memo to Carlton and Richmond 20, yeah, exactly. Thursday, Thursday night, night, next 100 years, it's your go? And not only that, but... Tradition. Look, I think they're a little, still a little bit wary of the NRL. They don't want to give anyone a free kick. They're also mindful of the fact that... Uh, well, hang on. This week, they're, I think they're stopped... Well, I know they're stopping for black caviar. So they can't be too mindful of the NRL if they're mindful of Mooney Valley. Well, it is a, it's, a, it's a silly thing. Whoever does their marketing, let me tell you, the soft launches don't work. And the other thing is, you may think... You might cut them a bit of slack on the basis that they might want to uh, let every club optimise their yield or become a more prominent player right. by... By West Coast and Fremantle, they're going to fill the joint. Well, no they're going to fill the joint, happen. exactly. Well, it gives them an opportunity to showcase their product and also to uh, maximise their membership and their sponsorship. Ah. Well, whatever you think, uh, make up your mind. But it is a little bit confusing. Well, despite the first day being rained out, the Indians still managed to win the third test fairly convincingly. In fact, it was an emphatic win at the end. The beat-up Aussie lineup did their best, but in the end, after the shocking build-up, I suppose we couldn't really expect a great deal more. No, uh, we probably couldn't, but I do, and I am going to give a rap to a couple of blokes. Oh, Philip well, Hughes, uh, I give a rap to him under yeah, enormous pressure. Steve Smith. Mitchell Stark. Uh, Mitchell Stark, outstanding. Um, Doherty <laughs> did well with the bat. Look, they tried. <laughs> Mitchell Stark might be the best bat we've got in the they side, would you believe? They tried, and it's a shame that all of the focus was taken away by Shane Watson. Um, who came back for... Surprise, surprise, the birth wasn't due in two weeks, but it turned out two days later. Now, Very what do you lucky. make of the Shane Watson issue? I mean, to say, was he not disciplined because... Uh... I just... As I said to everybody, if Shane Watson handed it back and the other three didn't, would he have suspended them? Yes, he would have. Of course know. he would have. I don't know where the I power think... base lies and what the well, disciplines mate, are. The bottom line is, it wasn't just the homework. Mm. We all know that it was the straw that broke the camel's back. Um, the Aussies are in turmoil. I just think that now Watson's heading back, they can regroup. It, 
I expect a much better performance. It's our best 14 players. Let's just keep supporting them. It's amazing them. in the short space of half a decade that we are now totally bereft of any leaders. No, and Craig, we had, that's no, but just listen, harsh. We had an abundance and there was an embarrassment of leaders in the war years, in the uh, oh, Mark Taylor years, archaic. and the Ponting years. Now, look, there was four me... or five people you could have left on the field to actually captain the side. Now, when Clark went off the ground, there was no leaders. No one knew what to do, who was going to bowl, who was going to field. That's a phase. My, my, issue, phase. my who's, issue is they're who's all your blaming... next captain if Clark doesn't play? They're all blaming Mickey who's Arthur. We've got Clark? Robbie Deans. We had oh. all sorts of Kiwi. Uh, Two rounds of NRL. <laughs> the Melbourne Storm, Manly and Souths are the early front runners, and two of the three look a cut above the rest. Well, I don't know about two of the three. One looks absolutely a cut above the rest. Is that the way you put it? The Melbourne Storm no, and the rest about, of the field? I was talking about Manly. Manly look outstanding. Melbourne Storm look outstanding. Look, one thing that will happen, will they will come back to the field because of state of origin. State of, of origin. And yeah. But I think that teams like South will start to learn that winning is a... Uh, contagious is thing. A contagious thing, thank you very much. And they need to breed that environment yeah. within South. They were lucky on yes. Monday Night Football. I think you'll find teams like Parramatta will lift. Yeah. Canterbury will get back once Barber comes back. There's some positive Ricky signs Steel. there. But what about the Storm? You've got to say... No, oh, this might be, Melbourne Storm, we all, we all touted prior to the season that the obvious danger to the storm would be the Cowboys, given the fact they've got the and Australian pack, yeah. they've got, Jimmy, uh, got Thurston, they've got... Uh, Unbelievable. Got an enormous second row, you know and there the they thing? were on their own dunghill, but absolutely dismantled. Are you ever going to go and watch a game? I've seen plenty of games. Though. Yeah, but I mean live, not on the TV. No, We've live, all seen I've plenty. seen live games. You have not seen live I games. Have, see, what's wrong you, with you? Last year you went to one. You've had a bad game. You've, I, 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 went I to think more. you're surprised at the fact that I know a... more about your game than you do. You don't. You're a tough guy. <laughs> Cooper Cronk, Cameron Smith, yeah. Billy Slater, and then you're stuffed. Move on, Dustin. The Canberra Raiders last week sacked fullback Josh Dugan. Who, which team did he play for? Josh Dugan. I think I caught him on top of the house the other day. Yeah. He After drink. he breached the club alcohol ban when he stupidly tweeted a photo of himself drinking on the roof of his house. Canberra Raiders. now turning to which club will sign him, even though the Raiders are preparing a Dugan dirt file. Do you think that that's fair? I'm going to tell the Rugby League NRL something yeah, right now. Right up. Now, you formed the commission last year for the very first time. Now, this is where you draw a line in the sand. Those that have transgressed to the extent they have, and that's why I want to commend the Canberra Raiders for taking a very strong stand. This Josh Dugan's on about 600000 a year. And there he is thinking that he can just walk out of a contract, being snapped up by someone else, and I'll tell you who else is derelict, both St George and any other club that are even seeking his signature, because they should also be pinged. He should be made a lesson, he should be punished, and he should be kept out of well, the shouldn't, game. shouldn't get a for, second chance. No, he should be given a second chance, but he should be also made aware of the fact that he's transgressed the stage, I'm not saying for 12 months, but certainly for a lengthy period of time, where he just can't willy-nilly just walk out of a deal like that. He should be punished. Like the and AFL. Made away. Like, like the, the, the AFL are very good at it. Ben Cousins. You can't move. Forget about Ben Cousins. Oh. Oh, ben Cousins. What was Easy ben target. Easy target. Forget about no, ben, ben Cousins. Cousins was a, a, what, the AFL have never given blokes a second chance? We all give everyone a second chance. Or third chance. But not immediately, Three Russell. strikes, you're out. See, no, three strikes, yeah, you're, you're out. But, but, uh, but what? Anyway, See, you, you, you need terribly to... terribly tongue-tied. You need to be you very careful. You need to argue with someone that's been at base camp for a while. The Australian Grand Prix has been run and won by Kimi Räikkönen. Seb Vettel finished third, while our man Mark Webber 
was a predictable sixth after technical trouble early on. He just forgot to release the brake. The build-up last week was very quiet. Does the race still have the buzz that he did once? No. I'm going to tell you it has. No, and it more hasn't. Oh, I've got to ask you. No, look, you've got to ask me. Because what is it? You know what's going to happen now? What? What's going to happen now is Bernie Eccleston's going to come... No, the government's going to come out and some wag's going to come out and say it's not worth the 50 million. Bernie Eccleston's going to come out and say, well, I'm going to take it to somewhere else, Qatar... Abu Dhabi, Rio de Janeiro... Singapore. Singapore, China. And then they'll have this little tater-tate. The new Premier will come back and say, oh, it's worth it, it's worth it, and nothing will change. Okay. The best thing that can happen to the Grand Prix, go back to Adelaide, who actually want the thing, and it's good for the city, and it's a great build-up. Turn the camera Melbourne... on, <coughs> Turn the camera here. This was one of the great Formula Ones. It is worth every zack that oh, Melbourne invest in it. From a global perspective, there was about half a million, 105,000 went, but more importantly, somewhere the race between was a half a million race. and 105,000. The race had everything. It Are had uh, classic racing. It had no. It was accident free. It had two or three pit stops. Had about six or seven different leaders at various stages. Ooh, it was unpredictable, and unfortunately, Mark Webber, who we all hope for, kept our fingers crossed once again for some inexplicable reason, can't get out who of the barriers. Who finished second? Uh, second was Alonso, I think, finished second. And uh, who finished third? Vettel. You Vettel. said it in the intro. Yeah, OK. We were undecided what our final headline should be, so we're going to toss this one up. Kekka, what would you prefer to talk about? The Waratahs' awful season or the West Sydney Wanderers? Great season where they can win the Premier's Plate, my Wanderers, against yeah, your... Oh, your Wanderers, <laughs> I tell you. Well, you've got to talk about the Wanderers. The Wanderers is arguably... I'll tell I you don't what, want to talk about the Waratahs. I reckon David Gallup's right, you know. The biggest he left the NRL. That's the smartest no, thing he's done. Well, ever. he did, but he did a good job at the NRL. Great job. But let me tell you, I think David Gallup might be just right. The biggest success story in Australian sport is the A League and particularly David the Gallup. Wanderers. I said it four weeks ago. It's the greatest story. Everyone said it. No, you, David Gallup. You didn't know what you, soccer was. You said ago. they would you didn't falter know what it once was. they got to the. The busy end of the season. Who's and the... your Melbourne victory would rise to the they top. They will. And Melbourne victory will still win. You were lucky to get and away Poster with a And Coster got draw. the job to uh, coach against yeah, Man United. Anyhow, Tony Popovich and uh, his crew, let me tell you. and uh, His Ro crew. That, now the, well, that Ron means Corry. Tony Popovich and the blokes I can't remember. Well, Ron Corry. Ron Corry's the uh, assistant there. Ron Corry was a former Australian goalkeeper, mm. which is one of the reasons why uh, Kovac is a very good keeper for one of the champions of the league. Mm. Uh, they've got an enormous strike low, Shinzione, Shinzono. <laughs> He's up there with uh, Kelsey, who's the other striker. And Shinzono is Shinji Ono. Shinji Ono. That is the headline next up. A man a who's got half, half a clue. <laughs> You're having a shocker. Yeah, yeah. Makes the first of many appearances for the year. John Ralph. We're going to have half of Ralphie this week and half next week, just to sort of fit in line a with dichotomy. the hotel. <laughs> one or two halves. So you wouldn't know what that means. Don't waste time. The AFL season is finally here, albeit only just. Johnny Ralph is our AFL expert, back for season 2013. Uh, we've re-signed you. Mm -hmm. uh, you're free of Thank peptides. You. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Not sure about there that. And more importantly, his lovely wife's expecting again their second well, child. Yeah, expecting our first girl. Very happy. And you uh, tell me you've been so busy, haven't had time to do <laughs> anything. Uh, apparently he was taken off site and had injections by a certain... Oh, don't go. Oh, well, you come back from the Olympics, you know, and these things happen, so... Uh... Well done. Um, quickly, why is it a soft start? We had our two bobs, two bobs worth. What's the real reason? Well, it's a general state of confusion. I think that they wanted a massive uh, launch this weekend. All of a sudden they couldn't get the gab out, they couldn't get the MCG because of the Sheffield Shield as well. It is bizarre, though. The biggest game of the year, Essendon, who, of course, have got two investigations, drug, systematic drugs, perhaps, and, and uh, Adelaide, yeah. who have been involved in salary mm. cap disasters. So it's just bizarre. 
I think it's a bizarre decision that will get worse next week when we get 95,000, Carlton, Richmond, can't wait for Mick's first game. It's a very silly decision. But it might, it might also be an opportunity for every club to showcase their wares yeah, and yep. to maximise their... Uh, yeah, the membership and sponsorship yeah, and but, whatever But as Russ it. says, we're going to get to sell it anyway at yeah, exactly. Stadium as well. Adelaide probably sell out. They make pots of money. They give back to the community Now, the evidence well. is fairly compelling that the NAB Cup winner invariably doesn't fare all that well during the course of the real season. Is that the way you see it this year? Well, the last three or four years, we've actually seen that uh, side finish in the top six. Before that, it was ridiculous. We saw Carlton win it twice and once actually finish as the Wooden Spooners. I think Brisbane are different this year. We saw some really exciting form. Brent Maloney, who's going to be a yeah. magnificent clearance player for him. Uh, Merritt, they finally settled him down back as well. They won 10.5 games last year and finished 13th. And I, yeah, I think now they're a legitimate final side as well. I think there's 13 sides that can make finals, seven sides that can win the flag. That's a very exciting well, proposition. Carlton, what do you make of him? Well, I love them until that. And I think normally you disregard NAB Cup form, but they were playing like their lives def- depended tanky. upon it. They were tanky. Yeah, and all of a sudden... Well, they're uh, not going to get draft picks out of the NAB Cup. No, no, I think I'd like to serious. point out that the thoughts of uh, Sam Kekovic <laughs> saying that T-word aren't Ralphie's and <laughs> I. I think there's an eighth position up for grabs, which he thinks North Melbourne can feel. So he thinks they'll finish third. I think they drop out. Easiest draw to the hardest. They got smashed by Freo in that final. They, they lost. They won 8 of 10 to get there as well. But I think Carlton... All of a sudden in that game, they're exposed for the lack of a big forward. I worry about Carlton. Thought they could maybe finish top four. Now, I think they'll... weight back. They might, convert, they might improvise that. Wade hasn't too. played more than 16 games in eight or 10 that, years as hey, well. He's a, such a good player. Cruiser. Cruiser's important. Better in the ruck, though. I didn't think he was a, a star that took nah, big marks. Look at Hampson. Those I'm sure yeah, with Carlton. Five marks inside 50 for the entire game. They've got issues. Speaking of easy draws, the Swans have uh, GWS and the mm-hmm. Suns to kick their year off and they finish with a very tough yeah. draw. Um, they seem to be a little bit behind the eight ball. Uh, loss to Port wasn't good because it was by five goals, albeit practice match. Yeah, they're really struggling. I think we all would have thought, felt the improvement from guys like Sam Reid and Hanabry and people we haven't even seen yet. Jed Lamb and Tom Mitchell would have been enough to get them up there mm. again. Look, there's been a lot of rule changes and some of them mean that you have to keep your feet. There's not enough stoppages. The stoppages have almost halved in the NAB Cup. Sydney are a stoppage-based side. They don't look fit. Yeah, and and yep. maybe that's the fact that they might have had a good time after the grand yeah, final. Yeah, absolutely they have. But they're the side that normally cracks back in, even if it's an eight-week pre-season for them. They normally get it right I think that they're really worried about their preparation at the moment. Yes, they will come home like a, like a freight train with, with Tippett there. I'm worried about Sydney. What about the cloud of suspicion over Essendon and the drugs? Does that tough. affect them? Yeah, absolutely. It has and the game in, in general. Yeah, and the game Hasn't in general. really affected Cronulla. I mean, they've been yeah. reasonably good in, in, under more intense scrutiny than Essendon. I think it's a slow burn, though. I see that James Hurd says they've got 27 players who've had personal best running times in their time trials as well. That's good but at the Olympics, but not good in the uh, AFL. Yeah, yeah, it's not the <laughs> AFL Olympics, is it? I think it wears them down. You know, every question that he's asked of them becomes a drug question as well. They're a lot fitter. I think they're missing James, Jason Winderlich of their entire 42-player list. do you see a flaw in the fact that you know, they haven't fast-tracked nah. the drug situation to terminate, to, yeah. you know, to actually bring it to a halt? Because it's quite conceivable, like four or five weeks into the season, mm-hmm. Esther I'm might told, go out the block and then they might just get rubbed out entirely. I'm told it'll take nine months to finish the investigations in rugby league. I assume mm-hmm. it'll be the same for the AFL. Yep, because the link is Stephen Dank. So it might be the last person that is interviewed from the NRL that actually says, by the way, an Essendon player told me this, this is what he was taking and he knew it was as well. No yep. positives, no photographic evidence, just his word against mm-hmm. theirs. 
If they stick solid and the excuse, uh, sorry, the reasons they give are the right reasons, then they've got nothing to worry about. Well, Pat Lundy said, you know, we will catch you. Oh, they're talking just, tough. We will just catch in you. time for the election. I'll yeah, catch, exactly. They? They're talking <laughs> tough, but you know what? Asada has said to Essendon, even if you did take drugs, this is the way we believe you can get off. There's no fault or negligence clause. Six months. So when, no, the, when no. Asada is saying that to these people as well, the problem is not four or five weeks into the season, it's four or five weeks what to be go the biggest into the story? season. What happens there? What would be the biggest story of 2013? <sighs> Look, I think uh, clearly Essendon is a massive story as well. But this rogue doper as well, that, that person has gone quiet as well. If Asada finds that person, and that person is not someone who has been given uh, um, uh, peptides unwittingly, that is a person Start who has year. taken it themselves... And that's a real issue if that person comes out and their identity is known. Stay uh, right at the start of the year. Who wins the grand final quickly? Hawthorne, Bam. because they've got so much to prove. But the only problem with them, Suckling. Buddy Franklin was amazing last year. Suckling and Whitecross have both gone down since the preliminary final as well. They've got a lot to prove, but, but they were exceptional last year. Buddy was amazing. They still didn't win the flag. A couple more injuries, all of a sudden they but get shaken. Correct. Boy or a girl. That is... Girl. There you go. Thanks, Ralphie. Next up, Over Under is back on tonight's agenda. The Suns, the Giants, the Dragons, Shane Watson, my man Rafa Nadal. <laughs> How did you get tippet, by the way? Uh, what a rot there. That's, that's unreal. That's unbelievable. Best side of Didn't I tell you? Welcome back to the show, over-under time. We have a number, got to decide if, of course, it's over-under. Not that hard when you think about it. AFL newbies, GWS and the Gold Coast won a combined five games last year. <clears throat> so, put the crystal ball on there, Kekka. Yep. Over-under, eight and a half wins this time between them. I think they'll be over. Over? Really, yes, I think... Well, we're going to find out very shortly because the GWS pay... They play the bottom six sides in the first eight weeks of the competition. And there's a lot to like about the uh, GWS, like GWS in particular. I saw the game on the weekend against St Kilda. Lockie Whitfield's going to be an outstanding champion. So too, Gillen back. Toby Green, Cornelio. A lot of their players Kalor, now. Cameron, Patton. Well, we're endorsing each other, but a lot of their players now are rapidly approaching 50 games. The scarier game mark. part is the Suns. I think the GWS can win five games. Can the Suns win four? That's yeah, my question. No, they can. They can. But they've got a sense of belonging now, more importantly, psychologically, they've overcome that other hurdle. So I think they'll be very, very good. going over. St George Illawarra is being tipped as the favourites for the wooden spoon in the NRL other end. So over under five and a half wins. They are 0-2, lost at home to the Brisbane Broncos on the weekend. Were pretty ordinary. They looked... Uh, I've watched a lot of that game on Fox. Uh, I've got to say, it's got to be under. They've just leaked so many points in defence. I hate agree. to say it. How have they slipped off the radar so easily? Well, they just Their defence is just non-existent. No, the defence was okay. They just had, oh. they didn't score tries. They got they don't even look like scoring tries. They got no uh, no creativity. South they no flair. them in the first game. Yeah, but they just you know they, they that just always shield. I should say they just went off the ruck all the time. Melbourne just one pass, running it all pack. One pass. They never distribute the ball right across. They don't look like creating openings. But when the opposition, you know, yeah. run them. No, I agree. They Under. are just awful. And unfortunately, it looks like the coach is going to get. The first bloke punted as well. well. Now, Shane Watson is back with the Australian team as of now. Uh, but here's a question. How many tests will he play between now and the end of the Ashes in Australia in January? Over under six and a half. And the reason I say that is because he's picked as a batsman, doesn't want to bowl. His average is only in the 30s. He's only made two 100s. His average is no better than Phil Hughes or Usman Khawaja. Let me tell you. And He'll play he... over. He'll play over. Forget about what the averages are. Forget about all the compelling evidence. The reality is we've got such a dearth of talent in this country. He's the only one of the few senior players 
I know that things aren't going his way at the moment, but when he pulls his horns in and realises and understands it when the... Uh, but he's also injury-prone. Well, I know. Well, he assuming goes, he stays fit, and I'm sure no, this might be... No, you can't assume that uh, the fitness well, comes this, in. Hopefully this is a, I uh, say under. Hopefully this is a reality call for him, a reality check, and he pulls his horns in. My man Rafael Nadal is back in a big way, beating Federer and then winning the uh, Indian yeah, well. Wells final against Juan Martin Del Potro in three. Uh, how many Grand Slams this year? Is even money to win the French? Yeah. US, Wimbledon. Over, s- under, one and a half. Well, if you stay sound... Oh, here and we go with the fitness again. Well, well you can't just have a, a you know, a if. Yeah, over, under, one and a half. Over. No, nah, under. You'll win French. Yeah. Yeah. He'll be a big, he'll be a big uh, threat at Wimbledon. Yeah, the but big he won't, serve no, and volley. He won't go any good at the US, so we can write that one off. Why so not it's the you're, US. You're saying Wimbledon. Oh, Wimbledon, I think, is a very good chance. Nah. I think Federer now will relinquish the throne there. I think he's vulnerable and fragile there now. Djokovic, he's not the threat. Your man. Uh, Jocko, well, he's got to be the obvious the joke. one. Yeah, Joker. But I think Nadal. Certainly can match him in that regard. I say under. I reckon he'll win the French and that'll be it. But having said that, it's great to have him back. That is over and under. Over. Next up, big finish. Happy time. Sporting bet. Best bets of the week time here on PTI. PTI, yes. Nadal, I think, under. Happy birthday this week to the late, great Ayrton Senna. He would have been 53 if he was Mm. still with us. Does Formula One need a character right, like Senna yeah. now? I mean, Formula One, you saw Kimi yeah. Räikkönen's uh, post-race press conference. We need Dewar and uh, very much to himself. He is as boring as a box of rocks. Uh, happy anniversary, Farlap. He won his only start in North America this week back in 32. Of course, you were there. Uh, the Agua Caliente handicap. Two weeks later, unfortunately, he was gone. What a great national tragedy. And happy trails, you and Mackenzie. He has pulled a pin on Queensland at the end of the year saying he wants to pursue other coaching opportunities. Mm. And if Bill, the pulveriser Pulver, has half a clue, then he should sign him up for the Wallabies. But they've missed the boat, I reckon. And uh, Greg Groudon on scrum.com said yeah. Ireland. Well, let that me is tell a big you, coup. He's now never for the made big a finish. Speaking of the Six Nations teams, Wales have won it after they trounced the Poms 30 to 3 in the final round. England seemed over the line the last couple of weeks, but they were awful, and rightly so. The Welsh, who are fabulous, and we'll see them here soon, some of them. How's this one, Russ? Uh, Red Foo from LMFAO has entered a qualifying tournament for the US Open Tennis. <laughs> Maybe mixed doubles with the girlfriend, Victoria Zarenko. You sound like you know everything about LMFAO, <laughs> don't you? LMFAO. What about him? With in the... Uh, I remember the good. You know what you. I'm sexy and I know it. Yes, but you know the goggles. When I first saw the goggles. There's reports now that up to 50 NRL players could be caught up in Asada's drugs investigation. I'm sick of this, are you? I am absolutely up to pussy's bow with it. And Black Caviar is back on track this Friday night at Mooney Valley. 24 wins of formality, Ross. She's a dollar oh four. Take the dollar oh four. Dollar oh three. It's great money, and they're having the race live uh, at halftime in the footy. Sporting bet, best bets of the week time. We've been on fire lately. Yeah. I like the Wanderers to wrap up the Premier's plate, beating Sydney FC in the A League. And I like Frio to beat the West Coast Eagles in the local derby. Ooh, they're outsiders. Sporting bet think the West Tigers will give it to Parramatta on Friday night. And don't forget the AFL footytips.com.au. Join a tipping cop. It's fabulous. And Kekker and I will be in it as well. I'm Russell Barwick. And as always, I'm Sam Kekovich. And more importantly, you know it makes sense. This has been Slick as a Drum. I'm sexy, yeah, and I know it. it. This has been Slick as a Drum. LMFAO. Say it fast. LMFAO. LMFAO. LMFAO.